Welcome to Lined Up with Justin Blake. I'm your host, Justin Blake. This is a podcast that was inspired by me believing I was beginning to lose my hair and the impact it had on me. So I wanted to get to know other guys' experience with this and see how they may have been impacted or how their hair has influenced their lives. So here we go. I have a guest that's extremely special to me. Not only is he a close friend, he's a highly accomplished uh, former athlete who was in the NFL for several years. He's gone on to do modeling and many acting gigs. One of my favorite people to hang out with on the planet, even though I usually don't remember the times we hung out just because he goes that hard. Give it up for the one, the only, Nick Harris. What's going on, guys? What's up, my man? Uh, how you feeling? You know, another day. Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to have you, man. Um, I guess we can start with, uh, you know, this podcast is about your hair. How are you feeling about your hair these days? Man, you know, I, it's amazing. I pray every day that it just hangs on, you know? Every day, it's my my hairline. I pray daily. Hang on. Is it is it is it is it is it slowly? But is it slowly uh, uh, receding on you or what? No, man. You know, it just runs in my family. Like I'm doing pretty well right now. I'm quite I'm quite happy with you know with my outward appearance without wearing a new era. But <laughs> I know that sooner or later. <laughs> you, you started to notice more hats as you've gone into the store. You're just like, yeah, I mean, I'm wouldn't. like, I didn't, even, I didn't even know the Dodgers like this color. You know, I just <laughs> you know. like I got a pair of shoes that will match that. Actually, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of those things too, where it's like, at least for me, it was like when other people in my family like particularly my brothers started to lose their hair. That's when I got super paranoid about losing my hair. Like, I don't know if it's just seeing people you grew up with lose it or because they're my brothers, but it definitely was like, oh, this can really happen. Like, so. Yeah, no, it, it, it for sure can. And then if, it, if it's hereditary and it runs in the family and this, that, and the other, then it's, it's also an added concern. Um, It was, I guess I, you know, got more so concerned with it, the hairline situation, um, being in my industry playing ball, um, because we are on television so much. And the crazy part about it is that, that you want to give that outward appearance to look as well kept as you possibly can. But, you know, you when you're traveling, you have to leave that, that, that situation up to maybe not your regular barber. So... It's, you know, you're trusting these guys who you've never even seen. And I'm like, I was always one like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to look crazy on TV this week. How, how, so, uh, so before we get into, before we get into like, like the professional, um, element of, of it and how that affected like, like your hair growing up, like, where did you grow up? First of all, 
I grew up in Alexandria, Louisiana. Is that like did so? Is it is it like a diverse area, or did you grow up around like predominantly black people? Like, no, I was black, one hundred percent black, extremely rural. Um, you know, paved roads maybe. Um, oh. you know, I grew up, I grew up in the hood. Yeah. So, like out there, is was there like a big emphasis on like having your hair a certain way? Did everybody have a short? Did more people do dreads? Like who who? What, did you feel a pressure in any way growing up around, you know, mostly black people? and then Yeah, up? you had to have waves for the babes and curls for the girls. So if you didn't have waves, or, you know, if you, you weren't rocking the wave cap or if you didn't have the sporting wave or the Marys in your hair and, you you know, and you wasn't, you just wasn't that guy or you didn't have a uh, quote unquote good grade of hair. Um, oh, so yeah, that was pretty much, that was pretty much the, the litmus. No. So where did um, your grade of hair fall in when you were younger? Did you were you considered? Did you had a good hair? Did you had a Murray's? Did you had a waves? Like were you able to to keep up? I was I was the greatest. I was tsunami poppy before tsunami poppy. You know, you know, three sixty. And I think that I'm in a couple of those those pictures that you go into the barber and they. Oh, like, you're the prototype. You're the standard. Yeah, yeah. I'm like nineteen. You know, give me that nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> That little little do people know they've spent most of their life asking for the net. They, they, they just thought it was the nineteen. Asking for the net for sure. So so was that was that emphasis like? Um, did you just kind of notice like the dudes who had the nineteen maybe before you had the nineteen or didn't have the nineteen at the level you took it to? Like got more girls. Like, what made you like care about? I think that I think that it's a, in my opinion, for me, it was a framing of the face. A lot of people just think you just go and get a haircut. You know, you talk to your chick, and oh, I've been to a barber before, and blah blah blah. But it's like you've got to get the haircut that best suits your face, the framework of your face. So you know, a lot of people dread. A lot of people do the whatever this this new was it's edged up but it's like nappy um or you have like the boosted fade or you got the taper the low cut caesar that beyonce and them saying about so i think that it just depends on what what you know runs parallel with okay cool what are you trying to achieve what is the look that you're going for mm, so you had this mindset at like an early age was it like middle school when you started to be like wait like when my hair is a little more grown out that's not doing my cheekbones enough justice right. like when middle school i've been wearing a low cut taper fade since middle school i have not changed my hair i'm 33 in 20 20 years Wow, you've never even years. gotten curious? Like, dang, what would I look like with hair? Maybe some cornrow? Nah, I'm good. Listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm not taking that two-week chance for it to grow back. No, sir. Nope. <laughs> nope. You know, it's funny nope. you said And that's why I, I was looking forward to this conversation because I'm like, <laughs> ever since I've known this guy, it's like, it's like, it's like you're wearing a, a hat and you just wake up and put your hair hat on in the morning because it's literally the same exact haircut every single time i see you there's been zero deviations so i was like how none. does he none so but you move around a lot so how has that been to like like okay so you grew up in louisiana and then you went off and you started playing like 
um, ball in college? Like, what was the process like for you, someone who's like, yo, my hair has to be at a certain standard to then move across country to Oklahoma? Like, was there a part of you that just was going to stay local for the sake of your barber, like, in that relationship? Or Yeah, that's why I can't. So that's, I, just to fast forward a little bit, that's why I can't move overseas. I don't even have a barber. But to give you that answer collegiately, it was I just, I just I took visual inventory. I looked around and I saw that okay, who has a similar hairstyle hair to myself? Okay, option A, bang. I'm like, who's your barber? That cool. Go in, you see how he cuts. You're like, mm, no, might not work for me. And then you always got a backstory. So yeah, that's pretty much what I did. So is that is that the reason like? Like after, because I know at one point you were going to go to the University of Michigan. And then was it like on your visit to Oklahoma, you like had come across a barber or you saw enough dudes who hair was at a certain level where you were like, this just feels like a more reliable place for me to not only well, thrive. Well, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't make my collegiate decision based on the barber aspect of it. All. Well, no, I'm <laughs> talking about the team too. But like you know, that that was like if it was neck and neck, that's what kind of pushed it over. Nah, nah, I don't think that was, that would that wouldn't been a factor. Who would have just had to go get that? You know, give me them hats. I was just, I, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to see the extent to which the consideration is, is taken. Okay, so it didn't, it didn't factor into your college ball. No. no. So then you, so, because I think it takes a certain level of like confidence to kind of figure out in high school or even middle school that like, yo, this is the cut for me. Had had anybody ever been like, bro, why don't you? change it up like what is this had had, had no nah, no nah, i'm kind of dug in i mean i know what i like <laughs> i know what and i've been here no nah, i'm good fam you do you and i'm gonna do me you <laughs> know that's, <laughs> that's hilarious so like there was never like a um like like your mom or anything to like like, did she put a level of emphasis on her hair that made it important to you to begin with? Or it was just kind of like, just, you just always. No, I learned, I learned from my predecessors. For me, it was always an image thing to always be well kept. Um, no one, no one's going to take you seriously. If in the event that you show up and you look like you have been beaten, bullied and battered. So my, for me, it was like, okay, cool. I always want to be well kept. And especially with the trajectory in which that I was on, um, collegiately, you know, going to college and seeing these different coaches, like I had to be, I had to give off the, the level of persona, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much what I wanted to do. My, you know, I, I, I take, I take control one hundred percent of the things that I can, that I can control. So if a, if a team, you know, granted that never would have happened, but if a team said, hey, we're not gonna hate this guy because he doesn't really look well put together. Well, that's my fault. Right, right, you know right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to control everything that I can control. So for me, it was like at work, when I went to work or when I had to do an interview or when I was traveling to see coaches and this, that, you know, the people that were going to put me in a position for me to better myself and do better for my community, I just always wanted to be well kept. Mm, so there's like, so in making sure that your hair is at, exactly where you want it that 
also gives you the confidence to at times go into these spaces that may not be familiar to you and be like, well, at least the, I know that my appearance is right. I put in the effort into my preparation and it just, it's just another little thing to give you a little more confidence to like move in these, you know, cause you go into a lot of new spaces, especially like as a, you know, athlete being recruited and then going to, you know, a new college and a different state and being around just new people. Did, do you think that factored in at all or? Yeah, no, for sure. Listen, there's nothing more dangerous than an already confident person with a Friday afternoon haircut. Listen, watch, watch your kids, your, your wives. There's nothing more dangerous. That's, that's so true. It's so interesting too, to like hear you talk and like, get your, your, your perspective and the fact that you found it so early in life. Cause I know for me, and I mean, you know me, I'm, it's funny actually saying this because when I came to visit you in Oklahoma, you were like, you need a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> you need a cut, fam. What you going through? <laughs> I needed, I, I actually needed to get a haircut just to hang out with Nick one time. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, nah, fam, we're not doing this. Because then I got it. Because the crazy part about it is, like, when I, when I, when I introduce, I got to explain it. Uh, you know, guys, just excuse, excuse the hair. Uh, but this Justin, you know, that's just, that don't make sense. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't pride himself on, you know, taking care of himself like the rest of us. But uh, he got a good yeah. heart. And uh... he's going through something. He got a great personality. He got an amazing personality. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So then, so then it was, it wasn't until like you got, was it when you started playing? Cause you went to Oklahoma. That's like a big university. You guys play a lot of nationally televised games. Did that add like an extra pressure? Do you feel like to like, like you said, make sure you were groomed or did the extra pressure sort of come in when you got to the league? No, I was already there. I mean, like I said, for me, it was an image thing. Um, I represent me. I'm a walking billboard. Um, so I am my own brand. Before this national, uh, this name and likeness stuff, like I was my own brand. Nick Harris is his own brand. So at the end of the day, when you see me, you see me. I don't, you know, I stand independent of anyone else. Um, and that's pretty much how I carried myself throughout my collegiate career, throughout my professional career, and, and how I carry myself at the present moment. Oh, wow. So, so do you feel like... Like, if you started to, like, lose your hair, because your hair has been so much a part of, like, your life and your identity in a way and, like, making sure it was crisp, do you feel like losing it, like, you have the confidence to where it really wouldn't affect you? Or do you think, like, if, if your hair did start to, like, go, that that would affect, like, your confidence in any way? Hey man, at this point, I'm 35 in a month. It's natural selection. Hey, if it's if it's time, it is time. Run it. I've you know, I've did all I was needed to do. God bless. America. <laughs> God, God, God bless. You say if God ready to bring it home, He's ready to bring it home, and, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. If it's you know, I pray. You know, please, Lord, let it let it let it hang on. 
So so is so you wouldn't take any like like measures. There would be no getting you know like the carpet glued to your head or um oh no plugs no, or anything like that. Oh know? no sir no sir no sir <laughs> no sir no sir. Okay okay what <laughs> about <laughs> not on duty? Listen, I'm not I'm not about to be catfish. I talk too much shit. About, sorry, excuse my language. I talk too much wildness about. It. People that are catfish. Why would I, you know, then join them? No, I'm good. Oh, I, I, okay. I like that. I'm the same. Where I think it, it, it just have to go, man. It depends, though. I can't say a hundred percent because it definitely depends on like how it's going and where it's going, and you know, you. There's there's certain hair loss that you can't you can't really overcome until it's right. gone, or you just got to shave it. You know what I mean? Like, there is no. <laughs> yeah, you got to, like, I got friends. This is like, you, you know, I look at them, you know, and I, like, you, you sure you're good with this? You all right? <laughs> you know we going out in public, you know? And and I want everybody listening to know Nick is not engaging in hyperbole. He's definitely said that out loud to his friends, to their face, Facts. before they left the house to go in public. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not. I feel like I'm the only one that's not pretending. A lot of people, listen, the way I look at it is people going to love you or hate you no matter what. You might as well be unapologetically yourself. So I'm going to ask you, hey, big, big dog, did you, you saw yourself in the mirror when you came out the back room? Because I'm a true friend. That's you know, true. A lot, of us, a lot of us got these friends that are just yes men. No, no, I, I can attest to the fact that you... I don't know if it's possible to like be like, yo, I got somebody in my crew who's the opposite of a yes man. Like he, <laughs> he says no at times when he probably could or should say yes, but it's just the thing to say. It's the, it's the thing to say. <laughs> so, so how much time does your hair like require? Like in the morning, um, do you uh, do you sleep with a wave cap? Like, what's your process with your hair currently outside of yeah, just praying? Wave cap, man. You know, and I got about a smooth 22, 23 and a half stroke wave strokes, and I'm out. So, uh, are you? Would you wear the wave cap outside of your um, um, apartment? No, never, never in life. I don't wear flip flops. Or you know, house and or wave that's just like a no no. That's just how I was raised. I would never. Okay, that's okay. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I've never, I've never been the do rag out of the house guy. That's yeah, place. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the time and the place, man. You, you want, you want, you know, uh, something on. Or get a hat. That's why they make hats. Being is it cold? You want some earmuffs? You know. Oh, but what you, about the? What about when it used to be like? The do rag with the hat. You never fell prey. I'm never. So and that's another thing about me. So I'm not trendy. So all this, like the TikTok stuff, and the, you know the the bathing and the fibers in your head and blah blah blah. Nah, my guy. Nah, I'm just me. I don't. I'm nah. That, that trendy stuff is fleeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never known you to be one to to be playing catch up in any way. I feel like you do a good job of. of Finding things that work for you. The only, cause it's even, I remember when we first met and you were like, man, I'll never get a tattoo. 
And then you got your first tattoo. I think it was for like your grandmother or something. Right. And then you were like, you know, I said I'd never get a tattoo. I'm getting tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, you were just so honest about it. Like, yeah, I know I said that. But now that I have one, there are many more to come. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still not done running, you know. So, if you like you said, you find you find things that work for you, and you know you maximize those things without compromising yourself. Did you did you always like have this confidence, or did someone sort of like help instill this confidence in you? Like, where has the confidence do you think come from? To even at you know. 13 years old, be like, this is the haircut I'm going to have because it fits the shape of my face so well. I'm well, it's positive, the point is positive affirmations. Oh, you're cute. I love your skin. This, that, and the other. And then two, um, I am a proud member of Cap Africa Incorporated. So where I'm from in the Deep South, you know, the Divine Nine is extremely prevalent. Um, and, you know, they were always being the my fraternity. Um, one for achievement, and then two for being, you know, easy on the eyes. <laughs> so, you know, for better lack of better words. So, you know, that's pretty much where I kind of got the level of uh, confidence from. But see, well, the- I'm saying, like, even in the first place, to be like, that's the fraternity I'm going to join. Given those expectations, was it like, like? Was there someone in your life when you were younger giving you these positive affirmations or, or was it just you? Like who who kind of influenced? Nah. nah, it was just time. Just meeting people, encountering people. Yeah, that's really about it. Oh wow. Yeah, that's 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 impressive given especially like um like where you grew up to to be able to like, you know what? I gotta figure this out. And to have figured it out is, is yeah. quite impressive. For sure. Um, okay. So we always uh in in the podcast with a, a, a few questions. These are questions everyone will answer. Um the first question is what's more important, having the right haircut or the right outfit? Oh, the right haircut. You can be naked <laughs> with the right haircut. You you straight. Hey, but if you out here with some jinkos on, you know, a, a you know, cowboy boot, swim trunk, and a basketball jersey, that's not it, fam. You can't. No, sir. No overcoming that. That is a wrap. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. What about um, if you had to lose one? Which would you give up, your facial hair or your hair? If you had to lose one. No, it would it would have to be. I'd probably give up my facial hair. Even though I don't want to look like a cop, <laughs> I would probably have to give up my facial you hair. You, you, and then I would probably have to join to be a cop. You know, like, hey, listen. <laughs> it's just it's hand in hand. hand. Yeah, it's built in. I would have to be a motorcycle cop, though, that way. You know. Why Why motorcycle? <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like like that's the, the, the mantra of whenever you pull up at a red light and the motorcycle cop look over you and he got that mirrored visor but he got no facial hair. Yeah, like you just 
booty chin. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, hold on. That may, let me see. Positive affirmation. Oh, real quick. I do actually want to touch on that. You say um, positive affirmations that you, you got. Before you had decided on the haircut, what was like, or or has there been like a level of attention you got, like maybe before you decided on the waves or, or like, when did you like zero in? Like, was it women's attention? Was it just your homies being like, damn, bro? Because, you know, I feel like a lot of times men do things with women in mind, but then the people who notice and like affirm it out loud are other men. No, listen, there's no better after getting dope because men, it's like a backhanded compliment. It's never like that direct, like, yo, that's a dope haircut. It's usually, yo, who's your barber? That's the compliment. You know and, what I mean? And you got to figure out, like, there's like that, that like 10 second window of like, wait, is Cush trying to play me right now? Like, what is. <laughs> Right. I know I'm sweet, so it's got to be yeah. genuine. It's got to be genuine, you know what I mean? Or, or it's kind of like whenever you go to a family outing and you got a nice young lady and your uncle's like, that's you, nephew? He's not going to ask you, is that your girlfriend directly? It's always an indirect connotation, so to speak. You know? So uh, That's hilarious and so true. Um, well, yeah, man. I uh, think that's it. I appreciate you uh, finding the time for you, boy, giving us a little insight into what's kind of helped shape you become the man you are today who figured it out at tw 13. 13 years old? 13, big dog. Looked at myself <laughs> in the mirror. I said, self. Self said, huh? You got to do this. And you're getting it done, my man. Pleasure you having you on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Nick. After sure, always. That's this episode, you guys. Lined up, Justin Blake. We're gonna keep them coming. All right.